know that this is this is you sure you know this is gonna work? Um yeah, sure. We're gonna field test it. Because the last time you did this you tried something new. You didn't I didn't what? It didn't work. And you erased a whole podcast. Okay, so story. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Style at the time Styles yeah. was here. And the only thing I had was literally two lapel mics and it's on, so you don't have to tap it. I wanna tap it. <laughs> well great, now everyone's hearing that. <laughs> Um, I had a lapel mic, two lapel mics, and like this two dollar like plug-in microphone right. deal, and we just had it sitting on the table, and we're all standing sitting right here talking. And I was using my phone to record, and I had no clue that once the phone rang, it shut the recorder off. Oh! So we were about like eight minutes into it, and at the end, I'm like, "This is amazing." I mean, we, we were talking about some awesome stuff, right? right? Her background and all these cool things about like her tattoos and all this stuff and like the meaning behind her tattoos and I look at it and I'm like, I'm like, we've been talking for like an hour. I'm like, I wonder how long it's been. Eight minutes. <laughs> it's called airplane. Oh, no. And I'm like, huh. Oh no. It's a good place to stop here. And then uh, I, I shut off and I'm like, come, um, Jamie. I I don't know what happened, but I didn't record any of it. Yeah. So I got like eight minutes of it. It was good. Well, and then, we can always have her back on the show. Exactly. And then I Googled it and found out that there, you just put airplane mode on your phone, and then it mysteriously doesn't happen. ID10T. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I intro- it, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. It's always, there's always that one time where, I mean, I remember when we were doing the, the recordings for the church over the summer. I mean, there were times where... Oops, forgot to hit record. Yeah. And do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure it's working now? That's why I always hit record and all this crap will either be on there or it won't. Right. So. Well, welcome. What are we calling ourselves again? Yeah, come on. It's the, Ren- <laughs> the Renee and Joe show episode with, I don't even know what number we're on. It's not numbers. And by the way, if you want to know why Renee doesn't talk, she just answered her own question. Uh, <laughs> I doesn't even know what the name of the show is uh, after... Five episodes or so. Oh, I thought we were in county episodes, though. But as the executive, Whatever. as the executive producer, I have an idea. <laughs> executive producer and host, co-host. All right. Well, we're here with Coach Chris. Hello. Monteith today. Yes. Yes. We are going to dive into Coach Chris's life. That's it. Who is who is, who is Christopher? Who, we think we know Chris, yeah. but I bet we don't know Chris. We're going to get a whole bunch of new knowledge today. Exactly. It's out there for everyone. So why are you looking at me? So go ahead. All start. Right. So welcome. Thank you. All right. So first, I know you're a Michigan football fan. So that means I'm going to assume you're not from Florida then. I am not from Florida. I am from Michigan. You are from... Okay. I am from Michigan. So okay. that makes... I mean, I'm not a not one of those you know fair weather fans of like I lived in this state, but I was a fan of this football state okay. that I've never been to or I've never lived to. So not that uh, we've only had any football conversations in the gym, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, so you're from Michigan. Yeah. I mean, you came down here 2002 ish. I think that's uh, halfway. I was actually halfway through high school. So okay. about 2002, I graduated 2004 from. Golf high school. Golf. That's a wow. So you had to leave. That was a, uh, I'm sure, a tough transition from already being in high school and then having to start all over at a new high school. 
Um, it was it was okay. I mean, I had very uh, select few friends. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I always joke I wasn't really part part of the popular crowd, but like we had our I think seven or eight friends that we always hung out with on the weekends and things of that sort. And you know, I'm not. If you've ever met me or talked to me or uh, been through things with me, I'm not really the m- most emotional person. No. So like, so uh, you know, just leaving. I was like, okay. See ya later, see you around, I don't know. So it wasn't really like, um, I did have a best friend that was, that was a little bit harder, but like, it still wasn't like, right. life-changing event that like crushed me and I had to go through therapy and stuff like that. Not that that's a bad thing, but right. it wasn't for me. So interesting, you just talked about that in high school. I was listening to a podcast today and I heard the term gray man. And I thought like, gray man. So like me, I wasn't, like just there, like you don't have, yeah. you don't have a like you're not the most popular, you're mm-hmm. not the least popular, yeah, you're not, you're just sort of gray, like you're just the gray area that just fills the fills the school, yeah, yeah, and, and it was a neat saying, I never thought of it that way, but it is, it's just like you're just gray, you're just there, right? And that's kind of how I was, just sort of there. Yeah, it wasn't like again, I you know didn't run for student council, right. wasn't for up for prom court, um, things of that sort. I just yeah. I was there, I went to class. Like I said, hung out with a handful of friends, and that was it. And it wasn't like I, I liked it. That was yeah. that was my crew. That was like mm-hmm. that was who I hung out That's with. That's your it tribe. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't anything like I, I wished I was part of the popular crowd. And then I was just like, I was having fun through high school. Was pretty much. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of school either, but right, you got to do it. Yeah. So then after that, I hear about this. Is this when the backpacking trip? When did the backpacking trip? That was uh, that was after I had graduated college. So okay. that was 2000. Uh, I think we're talking maybe 2012-ish. Somewhere. From where? Where did you go? Uh, I went to Trinity College of Florida, oh, cool. so right up mm-hmm. over here or down the road. I took the five-year co- the course. So That's um, okay. You still completed it, yeah. right? I'm on the 27-year <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I take about a class every year, and eventually, I, Brooke will graduate before I will. But. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll graduate together. There you go. No, Elise will probably graduate. Yeah, yeah. Elise, I'm on the path yeah. with Elise. You'll be ninety. You'll yeah. be one of those. Exactly. Hey, I mean, it's, hey, see, she's on. I mean, I. Uh, it was a little bit. I was talking to one of the members earlier. I was like, because um, they were talking about going to college and then um, also not having a job. And I was like, I have, I have no idea what that was like. Right. Like I had, I was taking full-time classes at Trinity College um, and also working about 45 hours at McDonald's as an assistant manager. So time was... Was that your first official job? I mean, describe official. Well, you know, where you're earning money. You I mean, know? I, I worked. I started working when I was six, fifteen. Um, my friend, my parents knew had uh, some friends that owned like a oil change car repair shop mm-hmm. place like that, and so I'd go in there on Saturdays and clean and do oil changes and things of that sort. That was my first official official job. job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Trinity College, that always, it's there. It's there. I don't know if anyone knows about it. Because it's like tucked back there. Because it's there and yeah. there's a sign. Is it a, I mean, this is going to sound really stupid. Is it a regular college? Like what, I know, is it? Yeah, is it? yeah, it's a it's a regular college. It's not like, it doesn't have the, uh, the or at least when I went there, it didn't have the accreditation of like Liberty University or anything like that. Okay. Um, but there are like a smaller group or a smaller uh, group of colleges that it's kind of 
quote unquote accredited with, but okay. um, that's when I went there. I haven't. Right. Now, is that a, a faith-based, a Christian-based yes. based yeah. college? Yeah. So it's not, but it's not, I don't even know the right word. It's not just religion. I mean, you do other. No, like you, know. you can go, you can go there and get uh, psychology degrees, okay. um, things of that sort. Um, I think there's some like um, education, I think you can get education okay. uh, degree from there as well. Um, what was your degree in? My degree was in, it's called biblical studies with an emphasis on youth ministry, mm-hmm. which just means I took like, I think three youth ministry classes. Most of it was just more theology based and that kind of stuff. So now, did you guys always go to church when you were younger, or was that a choice later on? Or um, it, I very much grew up in the church. My parents went to church, uh, grew up uh, going to church, went mm-hmm. through all that stuff. Uh, all my life, I just knew church. There was little spats here and there where I, I don't know, maybe rebellious phase or something, mm-hmm. but where right. I kind of like didn't go to church anymore. Um, then my best friend up in Michigan kind of brought me back into church, and then we moved down here, fell away again, but then came back and that kind of stuff. So I've had my backs and forth with it, but um, but for the most part, it's been right. in church, yeah. And what okay. what what drew you to biblical what biblical biblical study? theology <laughs> with emphasis on youth? Um, just kind of growing up through youth group, youth ministry, like that's kind of I was like, man, this would be fun to do. So that's kind of like okay. kind of drew me to like. This is what what I wanted to do. As you can see, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> and, then you, and, then, and then you met the youth. Well, let me. Like, well, maybe not. Yeah. Right. Who can we talk yeah. to that to that person about that to help you? Right. As a yeah, as a. Co- I think there's an opening for. Isn't Carly's job open? I mean, you know. Youth, not kids. Yeah. There's okay. a difference. Oh, there is. Okay. There what, is is it? what is the difference? Age, Age. maturity. What's you? What's you? What's a youth then? What, what's you, probably uh, like middle school, to high middle school, school? Okay. yeah, high school. and then as a coach of the middle school and high school, good luck. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> good luck with that. Exactly. <laughs> we just had. That's um, why Colin has no hair, right? Right. That, that's <laughs> I think that's what happened. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Just, you pull it out or it falls out. One yeah. of the two. As I was setting up yesterday, and kids are playing basketball, I'm like, I'm right here under the hoop. Do you not see me? Or maybe you did, and that's why you're doing exactly. this. Exactly. But. I'm here. Exactly. Please stop. <laughs> like, oh, they just need okay. direction. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Coach Chris is married mm-hmm. with a child now. So yep. tell us how you meet Ashley and when you got married, all of that. So how does that happen? Yeah, so um, going to youth group when, after I moved down here, um, one of the friends, it was about a year, um, one of the friends that I made in Gulf High School kind of invited me to his youth group. Started going to that youth group, and that's now, where I met Ashley. No, you've never been at, um, where did you meet her? What church? Was it, wasn't it at Trinity? It wasn't at Trinity, okay. no. It's called, it's called Christian and Methodist of Newport Ritchie. So okay. if you go smack dab in the middle of Newport Ritchie. Yeah, right like in the that. middle, yeah, right yeah. in the middle there. Like, in the old downtown, yeah. Yep, you can see yeah. Orange Lake from there. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, that church is, well, things. Oh, okay, somewhere. I know exactly yeah. where that is. I mean, it's, the pumpkin. it's been there yeah. forever. Forever, yeah. 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 It's been there forever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, went there. Um, that's kind of, got involved with their youth group. Met Ashley there. Um, she had already had a pre- you know she had a boyfriend at the time, so it was probably a few years before you know they broke up and then we got together and that kind of stuff. So, gotcha. Um, but I think it was my final. I mean, we got married in two thousand ten, so it was my final year in college. That's okay. when we got married. Um, so she was already graduated, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. No, um, no, is she from here? From she is from Seminole. From Seminole. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So awesome. not too far. She is. She's one of those, apparently it's rare around here, but one of those few people that have born and raised in Florida yes. that haven't left and yeah. Yeah. 
most of us kids will be yeah Yeah. and well now it's more common but back in our age group it's not as common so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of us like phil and myself renee that have moved down here super young Mm -hmm. but not a lot that have but not born here yeah born here all right so you get married and Mm -hmm. then what happens? Tell us about this big backpacking The backpacking adventure. trip. Okay. Yeah. So um, she goes off and she's uh, she's a social worker. Okay. So she gets, she's getting her degree in so, social work. I, I, don't, I actually don't know what the technical term right. is, but um, so she's going I, to... I like that though, degree in social work. Social work. Yeah. yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Um, so... The knock on the door yeah. could only be the one and only. <laughs> At the time of this recording, we are homeschooling Elise. Yes. And someone is not happy we are homeschooling her. Oh. Somebody okay. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Cancel that. It wasn't a lease. I just got a text message earlier, so I thought it may have been the follow-up. Yeah. All right. Continue on. So um, so she goes and gets her... Uh, she started out um, going to USF, and then she got, went to FSU, all online. Okay. Um, and she went and got her master's. After she had got her master's, um, to kind of... Like bookend that you have to take an internship, mm. which okay. to take an internship, I mean I don't like them because it's like it's essentially free labor. Right. I know that you're, you're supposed to learn on the job and all that kind of stuff, but like um, she had to quit her job, and I was in a job I was working for a, an apartment complex as a groundskeeper slash maintenance guy, mm-hmm. and um, I actually enjoyed the job. It was just too far away, and I was like I don't really care about this job. I can you know quit and just look for something else. And we had sa- we had saved up some money just for for fun, just to have money. Right. And uh, we're like, well, let's you know, let's think about maybe taking a backpack trip. At the time, we didn't we weren't part of TNLC. We actually didn't we weren't going to a church. We didn't really have many close friends, and so we we're like, let's take a backpack trip. It actually turned into more of a a bigger like maybe this is a catalyst to us moving somewhere mm-hmm. and like that kind of thing, like coming back and moving. And so she had to quit her job, and at the end of her internship, after she graduated, like I quit my job, and we're like, let's go backpacking in Europe. And so that's kind of how that. I mean, there were months before that, you know, lots of planning involved that she did. I right. kind of just tagged along, but um, she's better at that than me. And uh, yeah, so we were like, let's go backpacking around Europe. And so you did you have we a house at the time, or you in we an had apartment? a house, and, and we we sold that. Sold, sold the house. That. Just sold said, house. that's it. I'm going to take yeah. that big, yeah. huge leap. And was that a little bit scary for you guys? Um, it was uh, scary. I don't know if it was the... I mean, a little bit nervous, but like, yeah. not like... We weren't like scared like our whole life is going to end here. Like, right. we always knew like... We have family in the area, so obviously, you know, great support system. And uh, it wasn't anything like... We just knew that we could come back. We weren't going to spend all of our money. Like, if we had to, we could rent. Right. Kind of stuff. Were you were you living in Newport Ritchie at, at that time? Yeah, I had a I had bought a house up um, closer to fifty two. Okay, so oh. closer to the Hudson area. Okay, um, but yeah, so then we we went off trucking around the. So all here you go. So, so, so we just went off trucking. There's probably a little more to it. Yeah, than yeah. Trucking. You board a plane and you. I, I'm just trying to and I, and again I'm looking at different contexts because mm-hmm. with kids now and like you sit there and go like yeah. how in the world. Do you do this? Do you like, do that? Yeah. And so I, could, I couldn't even imagine, even without kids, I couldn't imagine packing, because I've never been anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I haven't been out of Pasco. Because he packs with in, in a Walmart. In a Walmart bag. bag. Like, that's well, now my we've upgraded. That'd be <laughs> we've, we upgraded yeah. to a ruck. So, That'd be perfect. Yeah, that's exactly. that's my that's yeah. my luggage. So I'm never leaving Pasco County. So like this this whole thing of like boarding a plane and. 
just going and have no real mm-hmm. did you like did you have a destination yeah, like we had, we had like this um you know we did there was some research involved of like obviously we can't stay in places for because we were trying to figure out how long could we make this and then obviously there's like immigration visa mm-hmm. rules and things of that sort like we can't stay in a certain area of land and then if you really dive into it like the eu and england and all this other kind of stuff it's it's a bunch of uh like government malarkey that you're just like kind of makes your head spin a little right. bit but like we were like, okay, so we can stay in actually United Kingdom for three three months before we have to start applying for visas and green cards. Okay, and, and gotcha. Sort. And then once we move to the EU, our time or the clock kind of resets, and we can okay. stay in the EU for another three months. And um, so we kind of tentatively had a um, a couple uh, where we wanted to be at certain times, and so it helped out because when you buy train tickets ahead of time, they're way cheaper than buying them the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to do that. And then we also knew we wanted to be able to kind of work while we were over there to uh, compensate for mm-hmm. lodging and food and stuff like that. So there's a really awesome, this is not a sponsored video or a podcast, but like there's a really awesome website called workaway.info mm-hmm. where people will post on there and be like, hey, if you come work for me for three, four weeks or months or years, you know, we'll we have a place for you to stay. We'll feed you. Right. All that okay. Kind of stuff. Yeah. And so we found a few of those that we were like, well, this would be pretty fun. And, uh, you know, one of the first places, obviously we went to England first. One of the first places we went to was Wales and we worked on a sheep farm for, I think, two weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that was really fun. Uh, one Excellent. of the things I never thought I would, I could say I would ever, that I've ever done was shear a sheep, but I have, <laughs> I have sheared a sheep. So you're like a groomer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now, well, you should just give yourself your own haircuts. I mean, you know. I mean, it, I didn't say I did a very good job at it. <laughs> it looked more like I mine, did it, yeah. Which is... So you go to this this sheep farm. Now, yeah. now you're living there mm-hmm. on, on premises. So they put you up. Do they feed you yep. and everything? They feed you. And, wow. And you um, get paid to do all this stuff. Um, not You don't really get paid. It's the, the lodging and the, the food is really food. the pay. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So that it's, gives us a good two weeks of like or however long we're there of like not having to spend our own money right is, is that kind of i'm trying to think again think of the words here are you you show is it kind of like i would think that'd be nerve-wracking like you, you get to check these people out ahead of time like how, do, how does there's that... uh, it works um i mean you do kind of communicate back and forth there is a um Kind of like the Uber system mm-hmm. and things of that sort, of like the okay. Star system of like okay. people write reviews and stuff like that, like um, or like Airbnb. Okay, people are always very nervous to be like the first one. Like this place doesn't have any any, right. any reviews. Any You're any like, reviews. oh, well, so I'm saying on both yeah. ends, right. like because you know we've all watched enough movies, to right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Either the psycho comes in or the psycho is already there and they're right. going in, and you don't know yeah. if you're gonna make it out. And, and it's like the people, the sheep farm, like, and yeah, I don't know. And so like we also like the people who go to the places also get reviewed as well. Okay, so there's like there's like a dueling a system. Yes, okay. yeah, like okay, that. so it's a whole system, and you have to. Pay to actually be on it, so that kind of like, okay, kind of cuts off a little bit of the riffraff. Right. Like yeah. people are just on there for the Which walls is pretty, or something. Right. Yeah, that, right. that's pretty good. Sense. I mean, it's not like a hefty price, but it is definitely enough to where people aren't just making random accounts. Random account. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so you're in Wales. You're on a sheep farm. Yep. Two weeks. Yep. Then where do we go? Um, and so um we went around uh we went to scotland the highlands we saw the highland games which was really, really? awesome to see wow. that in person oh i bet because um, uh you know you see these you always hear about the highland games yeah. and you know is it 
it seems like a little bit more folklore than, but nope, it's a hundred percent. Um, they do, they, they have track races, but they don't have tracks. They just run on grass okay. in circles. Um, they have like the, the log throwing, flipping, whatever wow. the, the hammer throws, all that kind of stuff. And, um, they use that, those, they use like actual stones, stones. and things of that sort. Um, the history of the stones are pretty cool because they actually go and get them from a certain place that they've been getting them for millennia. Really? Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool to watch. And then obviously going to like Isle of Skye. We did a ton of hiking. Just cool. the place over there, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Like, there's just places where you can hike. And um, it's not as, and you know, I love being in America. There's nothing wrong with it, but like, it's very much free flowing there. So like you can, there will be trails that just like you walk on people's land and like they're okay with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I've heard Dom did the Santa, the long trail in Santa, something or other in Spain, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The Santiago or is this some like major, it's like, okay, it's their version. Well, their kind version of, like, of the, the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail, trail but yeah. much yeah. older, right? Yeah. And uh, that's what he was saying. Like, I just walked through like somebody's backyard. And, yeah. Like mm-hmm. we were, we were on a, we were on one of the trails. It's, it's marked, so it's not like you're, you know, you're blazing your own trail, and you're essentially opening gates to people's like pastures where like sheep are or cows are and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and you're just and walking through. Just walking it. through it, and they don't like they don't mind. So the other thing I, I think that's interesting. Again, not not traveling much is how mm. everything over there because of the, the the I guess mass transit is, is easy access. Right? Oh like, yeah. So you yeah. like you said you went to Scotland, you went yep. to all these places. Like I'm thinking, if we're doing that in America, it's very hard to do because you only have a outside of your car, you only have a Greyhound, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't have trains to connect. Well, do Amtrak. We, I mean, we still, do have a train. We, we do. Okay. Yeah. It's not as uh, it's not as like accessible to certain places. Cause okay. I mean, it only goes to, like, major cities. All right. Because yeah. it just seems like, you know, like all the movies you watch in mm-hmm. that part of the world, they get to travel a lot more because you can just hop on a train and go someplace. Yeah. I mean, train travel is by far, like, ha- having done all of, like, the, like, because we re- also rented a car while we were there as well. Okay. Um, especially in England because we were there for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just kind of rented a car and drove around. What made um, you guys stay in England for so long? Just because we could. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Three months for one country, and then three months for the rest of the EU. So, like, okay. that kind of just was able to... And, right. And then be able to, you know, kind of stay up in Scotland and that How area. long was the total trip then? It's about four and a half-ish, close to almost five months. Okay. Really? Yeah. So, what, what, what decides, like, okay, now it's time to go home? Like, what I mean, was we, the deciding factor? We had an, we had an ending... Uh, we had an ending... Uh, like where we wanted to stop, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to stop in Norway. That's where we we're gonna stop. And like I said, we had we had general ideas of like this is where we're gonna stay for this long. This is where we're gonna stay for this long. And but we were also open to um, if anything happened or right. we wanted to stay someplace longer. Like that was also. But it's gotta be. So... There was some structure to. Right. It wasn't just like we were kind of just roaming around. Right. So so there's also a trip to the Vatican as well. I mean, you went to some pretty cool places. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. went sightseeing. I mean... Yeah. No, no, I don't want to... Obviously, we can't touch on them all and talk a lot about them, but, I mean, the Vatican's got to be pretty amazing. The Vatican was... That was one of the craziest places, like, I feel like I've ever been because, like, you can... You, you get to go in there and, you know, obviously, you know, the history of all the Vatican and, you know, how it was built and why it was built and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we had that conversation about, like, you have this multi-million dollar building that is just ornate and beautiful and the paintings mm-hmm. and everything is just 
it's pristine and taken well care of. And then you go to the bathrooms and it's just a hole in the floor. Right. <laughs> and you're like, wait, we couldn't even afford toilets, yeah. but that's just more of the that's culture. That's the culture, Because yeah, they yeah. can actually move. Yeah, they can squat. They can squat. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. can. A little harder for us. So, but yeah, that was cool. Like, you can walk up into the dome, and so, like, you get to the very top of the Vatican, and you get this beautiful view of the city, and um, that was, I mean, that was, that was awesome. And most things are pretty, relatively cheap, so it's not mm -hmm. like we're spending much on, like, that kind of, to, to sightsee and such. Okay. So what other kind of jobs did you guys do while you so were So we here? did the so we did the sheep farm, um, and then we. I don't went, know if I take Ashley for a sheep sheep farm girl. You uh, know? She helped more with the uh, so the the guy that we stayed with uh, the married couple the guy was the farmer he did a lot of the sheep okay. um, stuff and he had a couple of kids that also um, that also helped him as well and the the cool part was side note is like they all had their own dogs oh. and they all like all their dogs were well-trained working like dogs, they yeah. were working dogs yeah. like they, they could were... they were speaking welsh to them so dogs can understand welsh which is amazing um but like and they would follow orders like come go left right like okay. wow. they would understand that um and uh so each of them had their own dog and they also had a it's kind of like an airbnb mm -hmm. also there they um that people would come and stay and just they wouldn't work on the sheep farm they would just come and stay right as a kind of go through okay. and pass by. Right. Um, and so she would kind of also help out with the, the, the wife okay. doing that as well. I got But, you. I mean, she would also help out the farming. Yeah. So so what's the what's the shock of I'm in Florida, U.S., America. Yeah. There's a 7-Eleven at every corner. There's gas stations everywhere. There's, you know, 100 Publix mm -hmm. on one road. Yeah. Going to... Wales, and I don't imagine it's like that. Commercialized. No, no, commercialized. Yeah, no, it, it, like there are like the cities, like you go to there, and they've got like their big like grocery stores, like called Tesco, because okay. that sort. So you can go in there and obviously get all your groceries, much like the Publix. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, obviously, if you're out on the farm, like that's 30, 45 minute drive, right? Before you ever get to, you know, any real civilization. Right. Um, so most of their stuff is. Um, you know, they go and they do like a weekly trip, okay. gather all these groceries, and then they cook most of their stuff. Okay. I mean, throughout the week, there's not much of a, let's go to the, they don't have much of a fast food. Right. Um, or restaurants right. or Restaurant. something. Environment going yeah. Yeah. And they're living off their land. I mean, yeah. that, that's the cool thing, right? I'm sure they, most of them probably not only have sheep, but they probably have some kind of vegetable yep. or Yeah. I mean, they got like that, little gardens and yeah. things of that sort. So yeah. Or they'll go to, the other big thing is like uh uh, farmers markets mm -hmm. okay. and just pick up all the groceries. It's probably a lot of I imagine just guessing, but there's probably a lot of sharing between neighboring farms probably too. Yeah, I, I mean like. one of the days where we were going into uh, one of the mornings we were going to gather the sheep off the hill, um, one of the neighboring farmers came in on horseback with about seven dogs, and he was helping out and just gathering sheep with him. So wow. I mean, it's very amazing. much a very much a community effort. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hearing, watching him, so as much as it was seeing like uh, like each of the family members having their own dog and you know the dog knowing who they're supposed to listen to. Right. Watching this guy on a horseback command seven dogs, that was like mind blowing. I was like, how do you even do this? Yeah. yeah. What is happening right now? Yeah. yeah. I, my dog won't listen to me. I got one of them. <laughs> no maybe, one listens to you. Maybe because 
Chihuahua, maybe I need to speak Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it doesn't go. understand English. <laughs> <laughs> that could be that could be my problem. I'm gonna try that when I go home. Of course I don't know Spanish. But, well, Rosetta we'll Stone, we can, there you we go. can help you out. We got the translator in the phone. Now. Exactly, the new translator. <laughs> if you download the um the we new can try uh that. The uh, app. Or okay, so we've been Norway. So we were sheep farming. Now, now what do we do? Yeah. So now we we make our way to after you know obviously uh, exploring the countryside in yeah. uh, Scotland and England and stuff like that, and then we we basically hit EU, the mainland. We stopped in. What was the first place we went to? I think that was. I think we uh, ended up going to France first, maybe. I think it was like that, and then, so we went to Paris. Um, very beautiful city. It's wow. one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, Eiffel Tower. Eiffel yeah. Tower. Um, we've actually, as many times as I've been there twice, she's been there three times. Um, I don't think she went up the first time either. I've never actually never been up the Eiffel Tower. Mm. Um, because they say, like, it does give a beautiful view of the city, but if you're standing on the Eiffel Tower and you're looking at the city and, like, you want to get a good picture, what are you missing? The Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. So exactly. they, they say go to the Arc de Triomphe, which is in the middle of the city, okay. and then you can look, and the Eiffel Tower is just grandstanding over, right there. over it. So it's it, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a really cool city. You go to the, I'm a huge like history. like I love history. I, love, uh, I, I tend to like art a little bit more, um, more than you would think. And uh, like if you go to the Louvre, I could spend, it's funny because like I could spend probably three days there. Right. right. She's like two or three hours and yeah. she's like, I'm done. Let's go. I'm yeah. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. There's more. Like, Great painting. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. Move right. on. Who's uh, this old guy? Right. You know? So like, I'd be excited. Like you mentioned the Arts of Triomphe. Yeah. It's like the Tour of France. Like, yeah. Tour exactly. of France. Right. Exactly. I'd, be, I'd be like laying down there. Cause, like, you're yes. so cultured. Um, it is. So, you're no, so, cultured. I mean, so everything I know is from NBC Sports. There's, the there, I mean, there's just tour. a lot of cool things there. And then you go down like that, the, the, um, man, I can't remember the name cause it's French, but like the, the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. The yeah. Champs-Élysées. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like all the expensive shops and like it, I don't know. Just, just being in that culture is kind Again, of. Again, cool. had no idea there were shops there. I just yeah. knew they raced bikes. Yeah. And that's the only important thing that happens. How did France. you guys deal with the, um, the, the language barrier? We tried our best. Most people over there um, do speak English. Mm -hmm. um, most people. Well, because some of the cities you went to are basically a tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so they know like. I mean, so you go to Paris, know. people know like they're going to be English speaking people. Right, there. exactly. There's just, that's kind of what it goes down to. But so like we try to be those Americans who are like, we'll try to speak French. <laughs> we're going to butcher it really, really, <laughs> really badly. Really, really bad. But like. We wanted to show that we're putting the effort in. Yeah. Um, but then, then it's usually like, usually like I'm reading the menu and I go, I try to say the word and then I'm just like this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Say creamy brulee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I tried. I don't know what you want yeah. from me. Creamy brulee. Um, creamy brulee. Oh my gosh. Culture. But when you get into, yeah, but when you get into like the deeper, like remote, the very rural uh, cities and things of oh, that yeah. sort, some people don't speak English and you just... Smile. And nod. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of pointing involved. Yeah. Lots of pointing. And smiling. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Renee asked about the job. So I'm curious about that. I don't want to yeah. spend the entire so thing we, talking um, about your trip. But. And then the uh, the next place, the next job we did um, was a couple months later. We were in um, we were in France, um, and uh, we helped out at another. It was a smaller farm, um, and I say farm like they've got they had a few pigs. They had. Um, they had some chickens, they had some, they got some bunnies for some, they had some quails. I didn't, I didn't know quail farming was a thing, but apparently, mm. um, 
And really? Yeah, little tiny, little tiny like birds. And I'm, I'm think, and it's it's just stupid. I know it's really. It's not Kate. Like they'll just fly away. No, they were they were in cages. They were in cages. Oh, okay, yeah, let's say, yeah, right, yeah. those were in cages. Like, yeah. I'm thinking I mean, like just like a quail field. Oh no no yeah. Probably tastes like chicken. Little yeah. Tiny chickens. Um. Yeah. And so and but they also had they had a beautiful like I think it was like a four story mansion. Um, that they kind of rent out as like an Airbnb type mm, thing. So, that's cool. um, took care of that. People would come in and out and that kind of stuff and took care of the animals and did some general yard work because they also owned land and they were trying to spruce it up to make sure it, like, right. it was like overgrown. They, like they had just taken it over. Um, it wasn't something that they had for a long time. So, um, that was an interesting experience. Um, a couple of, uh, the, where they kept the pigs. The two pigs, um, they had a plum trees. Mm. And so we would go over there as we were kind of trimming the trees. We'd also eat the plums throughout the tree, oh, which cool. were, were great. Um, they were delicious. But the plums would fall off the tree and they would just kind of sit there. So they would ferment. The pigs would eat them. Oh. And so one of the days we went out there and the pigs were drunk. <laughs> we had drunk pigs. It was great. It was fantastic. It was wonderful. Like, they were just so lethargic, they wouldn't get up to eat, because, like, we would go out there to feed them, and they would be just, they would just be oinking, oinking and just away. going nuts, yeah. and just, like, food's coming, and, like, they would just be crazy. One day we went out there, and we would say they'd have food, and they would just... <laughs> but there was like, the one angry drunk pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, he's just so drunk, he couldn't get up, and it was, it was fantastic. That was... Yeah, the hungry drunk, the mad drunk, yeah. the sleepy drunk. <laughs> The angry drunk pig. Um, oh my god. That was that was a, that was pretty funny. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't even know. I guess it makes sense. Animals can get drunk. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. It wasn't even on purpose. It was just the plums were on the ground. Like, and they were just like, let's eat them. Um, so that was that was a cool experience. Uh, what else did we do there? That was pretty much it. Like I said, the the mansion was cool. Oh, and that's where I got like a really good, um, where I really learned to love like that culture is because we would. We would wake up probably around 7, do some work and stuff like that, and we'd have, like, morning tea, so probably around 10, something like that. And we would sit outside on these out, outdoor chairs and things, or sofas, and they had all this patio furniture. And the guy who owned, the, the husband who owned all the place, he, you know, he was a hard worker, mm -hmm. but, like, we would be chit-chatting and stuff like that, and then we would kind of turn and start having a conversation either, but, you know, there were a couple other people that were also doing work away there. Um, and then we would turn back, and he's... <sighs> And I was like, I guess it's nap time. And he's like, yeah. So they would just take naps, like, because they would start early. Same yeah. thing with the farmer in Wales. Like, they would start early, and then by 10 a.m., it's like nap time. And nap they just time. take naps and go back to work. So that, so I just want to hit on that really quick. Because I remember Anastate, my, uh, my sister-in-law is from Greece. And mm -hmm. she does, she's done a lot of work in Europe. Yeah. Uh, worked a lot in Europe, and and she mentioned their their work ethic, which which is great. Mm -hmm. But but the interesting thing I took away from her conversation was she said it's very like it's not like us where we'll burn the midnight oil, so to speak. Yeah. And, and it's mm -hmm. like at five o'clock they're done or mm -hmm. whatever whatever that yeah. time is. And it's very much like okay, now we're gonna go to a pub and and have fun and with be with our family, mm -hmm. not like not you know grinding away like yeah. you know like. Yeah. Like we do, or you know, America, like grind, grind, get up at two. Twenty-five hours yeah, a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know, like the grind includes Friday. It's, like keep grinding. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting to to just be in that culture of like, um, because like to back to the the sheep farm in Wales, like we would get up at sometimes five a.m. 
to go get the sheep off the, you know, before the, even before the sun would like be cresting over and we would make our way out to the hills and stuff like that. And like I said, by 10 a.m., he, you know, he'd be asleep on the couch. Yeah. And I, I think it was because like, especially as a farmer, I mean, I think it's a little bit easier as a farmer than anything else because you kind of work for yourself. But right. like, I know exactly what I need to do. And so either A, I do it all in the morning and then I'm done for yeah. the rest of the day. Yeah. Or I know I can take a nap, go work for another few hours, right. know what I need to do. Right. And, and that's it. Just just get it done. Done. Yeah. And so, you know, being in, you know, kind of fast forward a little bit when we went to Spain, like we, we house sat for a lady, but, um, and it was not too far from a little city, but siestas are an actual thing. Yeah. I like that idea. Like we went to the city and for, for an hour and a half, the whole entire city was shut down. Shut down, yeah. Like nothing was, you couldn't physically get in buildings really? because they were shut down. That's it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that, that different, that almost philosophy of how work and life and, you know, resting and, and that was different from yeah. over here where you're like, yeah, sometimes you get a half an hour lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah. If you get a lunch right. sometimes. Exactly. You know, or you just work through your lunch, whatever yeah. it may be. So... We'll wrap up this and go to the next phase mm-hmm. of of Chris. But f- of that journey, favorite place? Of that journey? Of your, yeah, of your favorite backpacking place, and journey. Uh, was Switzerland by really? far. Uh, it, it, in terms of um, just pure nature, Switzerland is my favorite mm-hmm. country. Um, we stayed in this uh, place that, I mean, you look at pictures and you're like, how is this place even real? Right. And then you go there and you're like, Wait, how is this place it's even real? real. Yeah. Um, and it is just beautiful. And like you can go up the mountaintops. And we were in the summer, so like there were snow-capped mountains, but like there wasn't any snow on the ground. It was oh, wow. pretty mild temperature. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was a Swiss um, Miss commercial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, went up to what is like known as the tallest uh, train stop in all of Europe, um, which was fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was it was beautiful. Favorite culture is when we went to Ireland, like, Oh, Ireland is amazing. Just the uh, people there are just, um, they're just fantastic. Because they're drunk all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, as much as they get, as much as they get a, a, a bad rap, uh, we were on our, tra- uh, we were on the train from England to Scotland, and I, I kid you not, the immediate time we passed the border from England, on the train, from England into, uh, into Scotland, they're like this this group of like four Scotland people, just loud, belligerent, and drunk. And I was like, well, we must be in Scotland. Yeah. Like, we've made it. <laughs> and I was like, how is it even possible? Like, stereotypes exist for a reason, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right, so backpacking trips yep. over. You left from, so you went into Wales and you left from Norway. Norway. So we kind of did like a U okay. through. Mm-hmm. All right, you come back to New Virginia? We come back to New Perichi, living with my parents. My wife, God bless her, has, has this great idea. We should stay with my parents and pay off all our student loans. And I was like, I'm not 100% okay with that, but I, I agree as well. Okay. So um, we ended up staying with my parents for, I think it was about two years, and paid off our student loans. Awesome. So that's, that's great. great. Yeah. I mean, we did what we, what we wanted to do. And that's then, good. And then we moved out. Um, Found Trinity College in the midst of all that, or not Trinity College, uh, TNLC, okay. in the midst of all that, and that's kind of what hooked us here. And how long have you been at TNLC? Oh, five, six years maybe now. Okay. So were you, did you, were you started over at the uh, Trinity Elementary? No, no. I think they were in the building maybe a year 
Okay. Okay, because that's when we we started when it was in yeah. the Trinity Elementary. The cafetorium. Then, yeah, the cafetorium, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we moved over here. Okay. Yeah. So then you you were just a member at the church. You weren't actually working yeah. there yet. No, okay. Yeah. So where were you working in after you're with parents? Um. So after I we came back, I got a job at. Um, I'm trying to think what. Now I'm thinking about it. Why did I get a job after that? Because I feel like I went from there to, I think I went to Suncoast over here on the corner. Yeah. Um, started working. Um, a buddy of mine got me a job over there and started uh, I started working as a, I don't know, a legal chop shop, I guess is the best. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We, we were calling it that forever. Yeah. The legal, yeah. chop, legal chop, chop shop. The legal chop yeah. shop. Basically, yeah. you know, we buy uh, auctioned off uh, motorcycles. He started with motorcycles, but he went into cars and okay. off vehicles and Tore them down and then just sold the parts gotcha. online. Which is legally. A, yes, which is, seems to be a very big, lucrative It's a very business. lucrative business. Yeah. Yes, used uh, parts is definitely a, being in that business. You're like, wow, there is some money to be made. I never, here. yeah, I mean, I never thought of that, you know, and, and I'm still always, always tinkered with stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, but I remember again back in when I was a kid doing the stuff in the 90s, it was like, I wouldn't pay 500, like, you think about it then, yeah. like, you know, 500 bucks for a truck, you crazy? Like, we'll get it for exactly. whatever. And now I'm like, you can't even, say, get a fender. Right, or exactly. 500 bucks. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you find the, like, it's like, the cool thing is that you find the good gems of, like, they're selling this beat up motorcycle for $500, and you're like, the motor in it is worth $500. Right. And then everything else on top of that right. is profit. And so, yeah. It, it's, it's funny being, because I, had, when I first got that job, Literally nothing about anything. Yeah, and seeing it that way is, is pretty neat. The other yeah. cool thing with the internet now is there's not a part you can't find. Right. Which is awesome because mm-hmm. I remember, you know, junkyard diving for stuff, Oof. you know, like, oh, this guy's got, you know, this guy's got old Fords over here. So mm-hmm. you go over there and, like, climb a stack of, like, old Ford trucks yeah. to find a steering wheel or something. You know, now you're like, Google, you know, and all of a sudden, yes. like, it just pops oh, right up. Exactly, yeah. here they are. Like, I was looking for. Uh, for the Jeep, for a new window frame. Uh-huh. Like, no one's got, like, who's going to have a white window frame? White like, window oh, there's three in Clearwater. Yeah. Oh, neat. Look at yeah. that. Well, so, all with good windshields. So, <laughs> I think even junkyards have come a long way of, yeah. like, being able to, I mean, it used to be like, yeah, we've got some trucks. I don't know if it's got the part yeah, in exactly. it. Good luck. But yeah. now it's like, that and they take better inventory. Yeah, you get like, the standard, like, I don't know, out back. <laughs> yeah. Ford's on the right, Chevy's on the left. And he's going back. Take your wheelbarrow with you. Exactly. Just have at it. So... We'll fast forward a little bit mm-hmm. for time. So you, were you an athlete in school? I was. I played. I started playing soccer when I was maybe four or five. So okay. I played like peewee soccer. And ever since then, uh, I was always in sports playing, I mean, up there. Obviously, winter sports are a bit different than yes. down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so winter consisted of indoor soccer and basketball because okay. those were obviously indoor. Um, but I would play soccer, played on travel league. I played football. Um, played baseball for a little bit, um, so I was kind of one of those. So you did it all. I, I played all the like, multi-sport. That's yeah. the yeah, way to do that's it. Great. And, that's great. Uh, there was a time where like it kind of just wasn't the biggest fan of baseball, so I kind of quit that. But then there was a time where uh, soccer and football kind of clashed a little bit, mm-hmm. okay. so I was kind of forced with the choice of like football or soccer and I was much better at soccer so I was like we'll stick with that I was going to say that. your body type yeah. suggests we'll that, yeah. soccer yeah, yeah for sure so I ended up playing that for I don't know I played soccer for like 15 16 years of my life so really yeah so then you um found CrossFit then I found CrossFit yeah through 
through the church. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Pastor Clayton, I never yeah. thought you'd hear those two. I know, right? Yeah. Church and CrossFit. Yeah. Church and CrossFit. I mean, um, while I was working over there, um, I started to. I was never really one for like working out and stuff like that. I think mainly because the people that I knew worked out were just giant meatheads, and I was mm-hmm. like, I just don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't. You are not enjoyable to be around. Um, so maybe left a bad taste in my mouth. But then I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll start working out. And so I had a friend write me some some workout stuff that he, you know, he, it wasn't something he just pulled out of the air. Like he was, yeah. he was in uh-huh. this stuff. And, um, so he, I got a global gym membership and started working out there right after it worked really well. I'd leave work, mm-hmm. go right there on the way home, work out for about an hour and then go home. Um, just kind of got bored with it after a while, like, um, kind of just by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And because I would get out at like three, there wasn't really anybody else I could go with. Everyone's like, I gotta yeah, work till five. five, and I was yeah. like, no. "I'm already home by then, and I'm not gonna go back out." Yeah. Right, right, um, exactly. So I did that for about two-ish years, maybe, um, and then I kind of was like, "Ah, oh, I, want, I want something different." So then, you know, obviously a couple members came here, mm-hmm. and it's kind of how I found it. And well, I was like, was "Oh, it. people, here you are, people." You were a six a.m. or at first. I was a six a.m. or then I would. So I basically flip flop my schedule. I would come here, work out, and then go. Then to go work. to work. Right. right. And then go to work. Right. So, um, but yeah, those morning classes, sometimes it was just me. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> just me. Just me and Coach Joe. That's all. Which you can, that's why we don't have a 6 a.m. class. That's why we don't have a 6 a.m. class. Not that we didn't love the 6 a.m. We did. But it was so hit or miss. It was tough. Right. Yeah. And working out, as you know now, both sides of it, working out by yourself yeah. is horrible. Yeah, it's not. And coaching one person is, is also horrible. Or horrible. Well, it's fun. So in a then way, you're but. coaching for a little, or you were working out, and then there was an opportunity for um, for you to work at TNLC, yep, and then work here. So, uh, Coach Clayton uh, and Pat slash pa- Pastor, Pastor Coach Clayton. Clayton. Yeah. Pastor Coach Clayton. So <laughs> we worked it out so we could kind of share you, yeah, and. Um, make almost a full-time position for you. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been fun, yeah. but we're now mm. going to try something new. Now we're going to add a third third, third job, job yeah. in. Oh boy. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've you know the reason that I, I still want to keep coaching is because I I love it. I mean, right. you guys gave me the opportunity to coach, and it's been something that um, I never knew I would like as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I would like it, but like. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the mechanical side of me, but like I love to know the why behind things right. and like mm-hmm. how things work and stuff like that. And so now learning about lifts and um, weightlifting and um, how the body works under stress and tension and all that kind of stuff, like that stuff just really interests me. So, awesome. you know, always picking Coach Joe's brain of like, why do we do this? Or right. is this the proper way to do this? And then like obviously, you know, following um, reputable people on like yeah. social media. Um, not just again meatheads. Right. Um, learning about um, how the body reacts and biomechanics and things of that sort. Like that stuff really is really interesting. So I never thought I would like that as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of almost makes me wish I probably you know if I could go back to college, be like I probably would get some some sort of degree in this. Like sports right. medicine yeah, or something what, like that. You know, now now yeah. they got the the kinesiology degree, which yeah. sort of just kind of wraps it all mm-hmm. as a big blanket or umbrella for the whole thing, which I think is what Brooke is leaning to. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, like I said, that's also super, super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and fatherhood during this whole yeah. time so, of a, a yeah. new I wanted, That's what I was trying and, to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get to Ollie. 
So never was never really wanted kids, um, especially you know obviously traveling. Mm -hmm. um, we really enjoyed that and we wanted to do it again, but um, obviously as you get older and um, you spend time with some other kids, um, you know you feel like okay like, maybe oh I want one of maybe. those yeah maybe uh, now right now in this particular phase of life yes. it's like. <laughs> What was I thinking? Yeah. Um, I just want to sleep. Right. Uh, but no, he's great. He's fantastic. And, you know, the ability to bring him here and yeah. have him hang out and be around this. And I hope that he that he catches the, um, at least the fitness, like, he's yeah. not going to be at ho sitting at home doing right. nothing. Like, right. Um, exactly. And that's you know, why we do this. Sports and, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and exactly. it's okay to, to say how you feel about parenthood. We're all parents. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We understand. Yeah. We go through... There's times we want to, well, 10 minutes ago, we want to, <laughs> we want to do stuff to our kids. Yeah. And then there's times where we love them. And, right. and it's good. And, and sometimes it's all in the same day. So Exactly. And it's that's fine. parenthood. You know? I mean, when they say, yeah, when they say, like, they're going to push you to your limits, like, you don't ever really know what your limits are. No, right. Until exactly. you do that. Until, Until you, like, you, yeah. You but then they, then they, then, I mean, especially when they're in the baby phase, you're like, but you're so dang cute. Yeah. Like, my yeah. thing is stop it my thing is you're lucky you're cute because right. if you weren't yeah yeah exactly yeah, i think uh i think there was a trace adkins song maybe or something like it won't be this way for long or something like that and, yeah and that's you know that's the truth like it's not you know yeah and, and then i i think it's like you just blink your eye and then you have an 18 year old who's graduating from high school yeah. in a couple of months i mean literally you know? right you know and, and it's funny because i actually kind of get emotional about it but sitting there last night watching her make her last lifts were like damn she's she's done yeah that's it you know and it's it's wild because for for the weightlifting side of it, it was an eight-year ride mm -hmm. yeah you know i mean we were at that school for eight years lifting yeah and then like at the end of the last clean and jerk like that was it that was it boom it's done yeah right? you know and and um you know we talked about it and i'm like you know soak this in and it's just weird seeing your little girl mm -hmm. all of a sudden like her high school career is over, so it was kind of... Yeah. Next was, chapter for her, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, so, bottom line is, enjoy them while you can. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, because next know, thing, like you said, next thing you know... It's, there are tears happening in here. His I mean, last, his he's going to be a year game. already. Yeah. Ollie's right. going to be a year yeah. coming up. Like, as it's much amazing. As you, yeah, as much as you say that, it's like, I'm already getting, you know, the phones have been great of, like, reminding me of, like, what he was like in a month and two. Yeah. Sure, And it's absolutely. like, holy cow, I can't believe how much he's already changed. And yeah. As much as... You know, whether whatever your views are on co-sleeping stuff like that, like you know, having to you know have him sleep on you, it's like sometimes it's frustrating, but sometimes I'll be like, at one point this is going to happen. No, and interesting, you know, we just read a book um, through through Bill Rock uh, called The Tribe, and you know where America, you know, Western society, America is the only culture that doesn't do that, mm. that doesn't mm. co-sleep. Yeah. Because everywhere else, like, you know, you think of most of them, because they didn't have big houses. Yeah. So you have nowhere to, you know. <laughs> where else are you going to put them? Where are you going to put yeah. them, right? You have to sleep together. Yeah. And, and we're the only ones, like, and that's why, you know, they say, like, that's why some kids have a dependency on a blanket or a teddy, teddy bear, bear or yeah. something. Yeah. Because it's that emotional mm. attachment to that object to fall asleep with. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, think about that or, you know, as crazy as it sounds, like you said, like, you know, Brooke will sit on my lap and I'm like, she's... 
Yeah. Big. Big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is your head so big? Yeah, exactly. Where did all of this come from? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. Even like, at least who's like fourteen feet of leg. Yeah, know, yeah, so. yeah. And then just to give you a couple first time parent things, so like as your memories yeah. are popping up a lot right now, right? They'll taper off because it's like, oh look, pictures every four seconds, and then like when you're six, there's like is less pictures. And yeah. it's even worse when the second kid comes along because yeah, you just exactly. forget about the first kid yeah. and then it's all about, about yeah. you know, it's all about the second one. Well, especially with us because we had a 10 year yeah. gap, you yeah. know, so that was... Yeah. Or it's not even that. It's the uh, like, you know, Brooke was like, don't eat that, don't touch that. And now with Elise, it's like, You've seen Elise? That's what where, I hear. Is like is she? The, oh, first, yeah. the first one is helicopter parent. The, yeah. the second one is just, are they breathing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just like the floor. I don't know what to tell <laughs> exactly. you. It's so okay. There, so the story we have was the, um, I went to a store. I forget what store it was, but Renee's like, you got everything? I'm like, yeah, I got my keys, wallet. Yeah, we're good. She's like, everything. I'm like, yeah. She's like, where's Elise? I'm like, Right, in the car. <laughs> yes. In the car, yes. <laughs> but, uh, that's it. So. so that's good. So good time. So yeah. future is three jobs. Maybe, For now, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe second baby. Who knows, uh, you know? That's, that's, so. uh, that's, we, don't, we won't put that out there. Yeah, yeah, Ashley will probably no. slap All right, us. I got a quick lumber question. Lumber Cause question? Because I, yeah. Yeah. I, saw, I saw the thing pop up. Do you guys? Do they have? Does he have his own kiln there where he, where he drives? No, he sends it off to. Him. Okay, I was just curious because yeah. that'd be bad. Yeah, yes. no, he yeah he he sends it off to kiln. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was just curious about yeah. that because he advertised the the kiln drying firewood on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, he's got his own kiln. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's a massive undertaking. That yeah, that would be. Yeah. So that'd be huge. So yeah. So that's good. Oh, what what one thing that. Somebody I we think might we just not went over a hundred things. No one knew, probably knew about. Well, maybe there's but some yeah. other things. Yeah. So what's something if you could guess? No one would ever, would ever guess, think. Never know. Like we had. I'll, I'll hmm. go over some some yeah. things. We had we had Derek was a rancher. Yeah. Derek was a rancher. Phil was Aladdin at the uh, game. <laughs> <laughs> Phil was Aladdin at Aladdin's. That was the place called I don't Aladdin's know. Castle. But he used to wear a purple Are there pictures pass? of this? I know. So and he, he, used play, to, used he was to the Saturday the birthday video, guy. The he was the Saturday birthday guy at Aladdin's oh Castle. Oh my gosh. So what, what do you got? I need to see pictures of that. <laughs> I know, me too. Um, man, that's a... That's a, it's a loaded I mean, it's, and it's tough to beat because you, you already revealed you were a sheep yeah, farmer. Yeah. And, and all this other stuff. Oh, so I mean, I've got one, like, like from when I was really young. Like, I used to be in gymnastics. <laughs> That's good. That's I can good. see that though. Yeah, I can see that too. yeah, that's um, definitely. I, I that's why you put me in. My parents put me in gymnastics when I was younger. Um, I don't think it lasted that long, but I was definitely okay. That's why. That, that's that, why, that's you why you're good at, yeah. at that stuff. Like, oh, right, we're gonna kip swing now. And I'm like, yeah, okay, great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna do a bar muscle up his first like week yeah, here, and he's up on it. top of the uh, you know in the in the rafters yeah. in the ceiling. Oh, look! Did I do it right? Whatever. We yeah. Whatever, Chris. Fine. Yeah, but yeah, that's good. Whatever. So, well, awesome. Right. Well, great show. Thank yeah. you for taking some Thanks time for having me. and coming on. So, it was and fun. Yeah, that was that was good. Cool. Is it still recording? Yeah. Okay, I just make sure. Oh yeah, I've been checking it every once in a while to make sure. Oh, he keeps looking at it. I'm yeah. like, oh please. It even has these little sound deals on it. I've got like applause and some other things. Oh, this must be a new. It is new. a new thing. Yeah. Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah. Just move on. Exactly. He bought something new. Yeah. You get shoes. I got uh, different boxes. Come to the house. 
Yeah. So. I'm like, what is this? Nothing. Don't worry about Nothing. Me. Um, like the, 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 the mic that our business coach said we had to have, the, the rogue mic, the uh, whatever thing, that the lapel mic. Oh, we had to get, a, a, when we were doing the, the at-home stuff. Because oh. you're, you're, you're like the audiovisual stuff. Right, yeah, You, yeah, you yeah, like yeah. all that crap. Yeah. So we had to get, we didn't have to. N- none of us have Suggested. To. Suggested. He's like, the best mic is like a rode cordless lapel yep. mic yep. thing. So I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I don't hey. have that. Yeah. Okay. Got to have All that. Right. Yeah. The yeah. I mean, yeah. look how many movies I make. I <laughs> absolutely need that. Yeah. So we got that, and that's in the camera bag. Yeah. Um, Sitting there. Along right with now, the with uh, complete studio light set and everything else. But hey, if we ever do any more videos or whatever. That's yeah. it. I'm it. pushing for my own studio. Oh, no. He's going to create his own channel. No. No. This is not becoming your studio. It's my no, office. No. Not here. I've, there's other places. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> and we'll end it with that. Exactly. So. Uh, All right. Well, All right, thank guys. you so much for being on. We'll talk to you guys later, and we'll see you next week.